This is episode 253 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. Today, I've got to talk to you about something I've never talked to you about on this podcast before. It keeps coming up in different coaching sessions that I have, these intensives that I do. I do a six-pack with people who are in the mastermind or better marketing with Bella, or even the in-person intensives. Actually, they came up twice in the past month, once in Chicago, once in Washington, D.C. And the, the topic is you or your manager, creating the routes for your pet sitters. Now, before you go ahead and skip to the next episode or turn this off because you're just like, Bella, you don't understand. I do understand. I 100% understand. And what I understand the most about is your profit and margin and your time. The last I checked, a lot of you guys do not have an extra amount of time sticking around, nor do you have an extra abundance of profit just sitting around, or you are not paying yourself on time or paying yourself what you want. So it's really important that we look at our systems and processes and we see if they are working for us or against us. And today I want to encourage you to open your mind and think about what if by doing your sitter's schedule, it is actually costing you money. Now, I'm going to debunk the very first thing that I know that's probably going through your head right now that's probably preventing you from just like relaxing and listening to me right now. And that is the fact that you're saying, but Bella, I tried doing this before and they ended up going 20 extra miles and spending an extra hour and I had to pay for that. And you don't understand if my sitters are left to their own devices to do this, then I it's just going to be a hot mess. Well, my friend, I would ask you, how did you actually train them to do it? Do they have their own standard operating procedure where it says, okay, here is your schedule. This is what we look at first. First, we look at to see if there's any special requests. Then we look at to see if any of them are pet sitting clients. So they have to have, you know, a certain time that they come. Maybe they're three times a day. So we try to space it evenly out. Are there any medication requests or are there any parents that are gone from maybe nine to six and they want to break it up like right in the middle? So those would be those special requests. You guys, you have to teach people how to do it. And what I really recommend is that where you get these schedules, you're spending a ton of time yourself in your scheduling software, trying to figure it out, routing people, and then changing it because the route changed or because they're coming from a different part of town or because a client canceled or whatever it might be. Not only that, but I guarantee you, you're stressing your staff out. You're totally stressing them out. They're feeling like they're now running against the clock. And if there's traffic or there's a delay or maybe they just, you know, took longer at their hair appointment before they started their their visits. Guys, there's no reason to stress people out. We are in a time where we want to build a company culture that shows people that we respect them, that we we appreciate them. And what better way to not show them that than to tell them where they need to be at the exact time frame that they need to. 
These people are there because they love doing the job. They're not there because they're trying to make a ton of money to put a roof over their head. They know that they're not going to make a lot of money being a dog walker or a pet sitter. So stop stressing them out. Just stop. Stop telling them that they need to be somewhere at 3.15 to 3.45 and then from 4 o'clock to 4.30 and from 4.45 to to 5.15. Like, it's just too much. It's going to really stress them out and make them feel like they don't want to work for you. What I really want to suggest and encourage you doing is if you give someone a time block from, I don't know, 10 to 2, and you say that, okay, I've got four visits for you to do. You can arrange it however you want. All of a sudden, you are showing your employee that you trust them even more. You trust them to figure out their route. You also are giving them the leeway that maybe you started their route at the house closest to their house because you just assume that they're starting at their house every time. But what if they were coming from their kid's soccer game or they had an appointment or a breakfast with someone on the other side of town and it would have made more sense for them to start out going to someone's house that was on the opposite side of town? You would never know that. But giving them that leeway avoids them having to put extra wear and tear on their car to go to the other side of town that they already were on just because your schedule is telling them to do it. Guys, it's no way to live. And it's really, honestly, truly, people can figure out their schedule. You know how I know this? Because I ran a business, a very successful pet sitting business in North Scottsdale with 10 employees, and every single one of them could do it. Now, here comes the caveat. When do you actually do it for them? Here's what I would do. And this is what I suggest you do too. You let them know that if they ever need help or guidance, you are there to do it for them. And you know what? My staff, they would ask me on Christmas or on those busy, busy days when they would have like 15 visits all day long, they'd be slammed. I would literally get out and I would figure out a route for them. I would write it down and I would give it to them. And I would let them. And and then I would follow up and I'd say, so how did I do? How did I do? And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Like, it's not a lot of stress for me at all. Like there were so many of them and I wasn't sure how to organize it. And I just did. And you know, that's great. Thanks, Bella. But all the other times they didn't want me meddling in there and telling them exactly what time to be. They don't get paid enough for us to tell them exactly where to be and how to be. And the same thing with our clients. If you start telling your clients, okay, we're going to show up at 4.15 to 4.45, now the client is literally getting anxiety wondering at 4.10 if you're going to show up at 4.15. Guys, back the heck off. It is pet sitting and dog walking. And while you're at it, please take your scheduling software and don't make it so that it alerts you if people are like five minutes late. Let it alert you when they are really like at the end of the time block. So again, let's say there was a 10 to 2 time block. At 2 o'clock, if none of them have been checked into, let it alert you. I've asked a lot of my clients before. I said, so how often are people actually late? And they're like, oh, not that much. Do you know that when you are sitting there and you're giving people exact times, that also means that you have to watch that they're showing up at those exact times. That is a lot of extra management. This is why the successful companies can run their business under 500, 400,000 a year on two hours a day because they're not creating extra jobs for themselves or their office managers. If you had an office manager doing this for you and you're a pet sitting company, they're going to be doing it until eight o'clock at night. 
It's ridiculous, you guys. It's ridiculous. Let your grip go. Stop being such a micromanager. It's going to save you time, your office manager time, and in results, a lot of money. Your employees are going to feel like they have a little bit of leeway and they can actually make their own decisions in this. You just give them the boundaries to play in and they will play in the boundaries. They want to. They want to be empowered and they want to know that you trust them. We talk so much about company culture in a lot of my intensives and how to take the employee through the whole entire life cycle. You cannot get upset with people if you have not introduced boundaries to them. It's going to be a really short episode because I'm not even going to try to keep talking your ear off or stand on the soapbox or listen to myself talk. I know when I need to cut these episodes short and say, all right, that's all I got for you today. But guys, I really want to challenge you. And if you still are feeling challenged or you want to push back against me on this, this is change. And I'm going to leave you with this thought about change. A lot of times we are fearful of change and we don't want to change or let alone just change it for a couple weeks and see how it goes. All right. Or just bring on that new person and not do their schedule for them and see how it goes. But a lot of times we are afraid of change and it's because that means something is dying. And so our body instantly goes into survival mode and fight or flight. And this is not something that you have to go into fight or flight for. This is not something that's going to ruin your reputation or ruin your business. Guys, this is something that is going to revolutionize the way that you do business. Our systems have become so obsessive and so detailed and so much not leeway. That doesn't sound right, but I think you get what I'm saying. That I just want to encourage you to rely on your standard operating procedures, which is different than your handbook and your manual. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then I get why you do what you do because you don't have standard operating procedures. I've talked a lot about that in past episodes and with Liz Illig and the Liz Illig group. So go back and check that out. Go to jumpconsulting.net up at the top right corner, search SOP with a little magnifying glass. Or if you're in the mastermind, go ahead and listen to the 12 trainings that we have in the guide on all of this stuff, all of this stuff. We have templates. We have all of this stuff for you guys to help figure this out. But guys, I cannot stress this enough. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. This is dog walking and pet sitting. It is not rocket science. It is not brain surgery. Stop making it so complicated. It doesn't have to be that complicated. I know a lot of you guys are operating out of fear. Stop. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear comes from the unknown. So get known understand the information that you're lacking. You're doing something because you're afraid that they're going to drive further. You're doing something because you're afraid that they're not going to stay there long enough. You're doing something because you're afraid that you don't know how to manage and lead in the most effective way that builds the most beautiful company culture. And I'm here to push you I'm here to buck back against you and I'm here to shake you and say, stop wasting time and money. Stop killing your company culture. It's got to stop you guys. And it starts with you. If you want to have a conversation about this, reach out to me, go ahead and email me at bella at jumpconsulting.net. Message me in the mastermind. If you're in the mastermind, I'm there Monday through Friday for you. All you got to do is tag me. In fact, as soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to answer a bunch of questions and do some video replies. You guys, the summer is closing. 
We are coming up on school, coming back into session. The whole entire country is going to start changing again. Mark my words. I've not been wrong about my predictions. Restrictions are coming back. Travel is going to start going slower. What are you doing to be different in your business? What are you doing to understand how to zag when everyone's zigging? I want you to know that you might have been really busy this summer, but there's another earthquake that's going to be happening soon. Be ready for it. Stand your ground. Sharpen your sword with your systems and your processes and standard operating procedures and your handbooks and your manuals and your website and your messaging. All of my better marketing and Bella peeps, I know you guys have been hiring and I know you guys have been killing it on marketing. I want to encourage you guys to keep doing that. Keep killing it with reels. We just talked in our better marketing with Bella meeting yesterday, last, no, last week. I don't even remember my days now that that video is like 50% of Instagram right now. So if you're still like posting those cute little pictures, got news for you. You're going to get left in the wayside. You got to stay on top of social media. You got to stay on top of that, that marketing if you want to be seen. And it's not just seen to see people, but it's also when people find your website, they go check you out and they see what you've been doing and they see if they can see themselves in you. So what are you saying? Are you just regurgitating everyone else's stuff? Or are you actually talking about your own? Better Marketing with Bella is available now and it is on a wait list. It is jumpconsulting.net forward slash marketing. We just launched a brand new page and I think you're going to love it. It is gorgeous. It is so gorgeous. And you can see all the assets from semesters past. But anyways, I digress. I told you I wasn't going to keep this podcast going longer than it needs to be. So I am going to sign off with the way I always sign off. You guys always keep jumping. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.